Yo, welcome to Wednesday. Coming in hot. We have just been head down so much before the show, so we're all fired up talking about generous Ford hybrid pickups, the Automotive Congress, and Goodwill meets Ecom. Yes, we mean Goodwill, the thrift store. Not just the general term of Goodwill. Goodwill, right. I'm like double checking. Kyle, I have something to announce on the podcast that I didn't clear with you. Uh Uh-oh. But there is this little thing right here that I'm holding. Oh, snap, he's got it. It is the official Asotucon 2023. Oh, my goodness. Look at that thing. Soccer scarf. Thanks to our friends at Foundation. Look at Foundation Direct's logo on that scarf. And then we got this thing. It's hard to show. And then you flip it, and it says, hold on, I got to do the little pan. You got to go way out. little collaboration critical. Yo. How you like? How you like that? I love it. All the all the shapes and everything on that. It's so very like it's very it very good. like soccer. Dude, oh, and the quality just, of this thing. This uh, is I'm wearing this thing all winter long. So now we got the scarf, and we got the custom shoelaces that you're gonna get. Again, this is no like little squishy ball swag bag that you're gonna get when you come to a soda con. You are gonna be fully look. Dripping. Come for the swag, stay for the speakers. Oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> Come for the swag, stay for the speakers. It's been awesome to watch the last few days. Uh, tickets starting to roll in even more from dealers all across the country. We just had so many conversations yesterday with the Maryland Auto Dealer Association. Um, some dealers that you would recognize if we mentioned their name, booking tickets and rooms because this is automotive. You can book them two weeks out. No big deal. Right. So uh, please, if you haven't gotten your tickets, we want to have you there. The momentum is building quickly. Uh, you can scan the QR code on your screen or go to a soducon.com and you can look through the agenda, the detailed agenda by stage. Look at the speakers. Uh, if you go through the agenda and sessions by stage, I think your mind is going to be blown at the level of um, expertise we have in the panels. And you can this read is, some session descriptions yesterday. went up. Yesterday, we had a bunch of emails out to all of our speakers, and I was on a few of the threads. Look, there's going to be some up. ridiculousness on some of these they stages. Just, these people are fired up, so it's great. Uh, what else we have? Um, well, speaking of fired up, actually, we have a webinar coming up today uh, with our friends at Connection, approving your CSI with better visibility on your fleet and your shuttle. We're going to talk about how to make the shuttle, whether that's Uber or Lyft and those integrations, or your drivers improve the customer experience. It's always one of those parts that kind of gets bolted on, but right. in, in reality, it's a massive part of the customer experience if someone's transporting from like really interrupting their regular day and their regular schedule. I'm telling you what, I need to get a tire done on my car right now. And like you within wish. a three mile radius from me, it just doesn't exist that transportation options are super clean and easy. Yep. And so like everybody pay attention to this one because your boy needs help across yeah. the country. Okay? <laughs> I think a lot of people can <laughs> can uh, mirror that sentiment. Uh, so just go to a sodu.com, scroll down just a little bit, and you can just register for that webinar. If you can't be there, register anyway so you can get the recording and, and uh, see what's going on. We got our friend Bob Rich in the comments saying, what, no flat black flat brims and fake beards? We won't have the fake beards, but we will have a large supply of black flat brims. Uh, we're going to have a killer swag shop this year too. Just want to want to put that out there also want to say <laughs> hi to our people adrian wall gibbs good morning good to see you on the live stream uh what else do we have to talk about before we get um 
There's so many things. Actually, <laughs> it's our producer saying, actually, we might have fake beards. We didn't know about that. So there if they're may fake or may beards, not be something that I got. It's going to get a little, gonna a little scary. Just gonna, you with know, some of the our ladies. team just has a thing. I don't them. need to see Liza Borsha's putting on a fake beard. I don't Ever. think no, it's not going <laughs> to not gonna do it. Uh, Kyle and I are on our way to Atlanta uh, this Friday, Saturday, Saturday night at 8 p.m. live in Beaver Toyota, incoming Georgia. There is an LED uh, screen being assembled so we can premiere episode two of more than cars it's just going to be you can only see it if you're in the building it's not been released yet but you could be in the building if you're close by to atlanta i bet if you swing by around seven you're in atlanta clock come on hit us with a dm we'll make sure you get in tell, you know tell them your boys sent you 8 p.m beaver toyota coming georgia all right uh what else what else is that it do we have news now <laughs> i think so i think we're Let's doing do it. news we gotta do we should have like a little we should have made a button for this whole series Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, UAW update. Dude, we right? totally need to do that. We are late to the game because the so strike deadline. I mean, hopefully it, it ends soon. But obviously the looming strike deadline is uh, tomorrow. So now here we are a day before. And when you asked yesterday about the strike, uh, Ford CEO Jim Farley described the latest contract proposal uh, that they gave UAW as, quote, the most generous offer in 80 years. However, the UAW still might strike uh, on specific plants if no deal is reached with Detroit's big three. So uh, this, these are some quotes from Farley. I thought he positioned this really well. He said a four-day work week, and he's referencing uh, one of the initial uh, demands from the UAW saying we want a four-day work week. He says a four-day work week is not containable. We're literally fighting for the future of automotive manufacturing in our country. But we're optimistic we'll find a way forward. We have 48 hours to go, but we're not going to support a four-day work week. Sounds like a line in the sand. Yeah. And I think it's reasonable. Which, which, that's extremely reasonable to me, but it seems like the UAW is, like, that's a big sticking point. Like, the place where they were negotiating was on the the number of bonuses it's weird that that seems like a sticking point i think that's going to go away i think i think that's one of the things that you know one man's opinion that they put out to be like one of the most drastic asks and say let's back off the four-day work weekend it'll seem like we're giving away a big thing when we negotiate that away uh we'll see what happens who knows what sean fain's thinking i don't know farley also continued i'm still optimistic we'll get a deal but there's a limit because we have to protect the future and future investments and the profitability of the company that funds those. So it sounds like, you know, their commercials over the weekend, all in on America um, and manufacturing global market, you know. right? Global competition isn't one in a four day work week. It just full on heating up, right? If you like four yeah. day work weeks, I mean, Finland is a nice place. <laughs> it is. It's really nice. Interrupt. But you know what? It's really. Strangely enough, you look at those places, it's very, very hard to go there if you're an American. Oh, absolutely. They're not just like, everybody come in and work four days. They're like, that. we got our little thing here. We got a thing going. We're good. It's pleasant. Four We're day nice. Work week. Windmills, clam. EVs. Let's go. <laughs> well, speaking <laughs> of Ford, what are we doing today? Segway. <laughs> what in the world is going on? So uh, speaking of Ford, they believe that the F-150 could soon rank as the top-selling hybrid model of any manufacturer, according to Kumar uh, Gaorda, president of Ford Blue. Ford is set to release an updated 2024 F-150, including a new hybrid variant, and it's about time, aiming to quadruple hybrid sales in the next two years with F-150 and Maverick Maverick, uh, kind of combined. 
Currently, only 10% of Ford F-150s have a hybrid powertrain. Um, they sold an estimated 25 to 35,000 hybrids in the first half of this year, while Toyota, obviously the front runner, sold right. um, about double that at 57,000. Um, they're also- of Just the RAV4. Just the RAV4. Right. right. So Not, they're, just, they're just talking But basically model. all of Toyotas Overall, are hybrids. Absolutely. You start so. adding Sequoias and yeah. more, blah, blah, blah. Everything's a hybrid. Uh, Ford is decreasing the number of configurations for the F-150. Get this. We've been talking about this, you, you and I, for a long time. We the have. The complexity been. and the confusion that ensues. If you ever try to buy a Ford, I'm like, it's the this model. They have like eight trim models. Like, that's the Highland. That's the. Yeah, what and then the everything is super configurable. This is where they're. So they're going from a, over a billion. Wait, wait, stop there. A billion possible. Which is not like the fact that you can that you can build over a billion different F-150. Now I get like that. That's, that's just ridiculous. That's a lot. But they're going to go it's from that to somehow going down to just a few hundred Massive. combinations, Massive. which is still mind boggling. Yeah. Right? No, a few hundred. If you think about a few hundred, it's like from a billion. I mean, first of all, it's like a probably a 90 something percent decrease. And uh, yeah, but I think it's a great move for profitability for all the things because customer experience, et cetera. And for, I, and this is where like the meme comes in and all new car directors rejoiced, right? Like yeah, there's right, like, right. a bunch exactly. of new car directors rejoicing in the exactly. back, like ordering is going to be so much easier. And yeah. so this was an interesting and revealing statement for why they had so many to begin with. Uh, this quote from Gal Horta, uh, the president of Ford Blue says, there was always an internal tension with the marketing team who wanted mm. to have the opportunity to provide the customer exactly what they want. You're a marketer, you're like, yeah, we wanna give them exactly what they want. Um, but he also noted that a build to order retail model that was popularized by the coronavirus pandemic changed minds. It changed the way people thought. Now he says, if a customer wants something specific, I mean, you can tell he's not a marketer. They can wait for it. <laughs> well, you know, so th I got questions on that one because like you pin this on the marketers, but really great marketers know that you want to target a customer segment and you want to be able to deliver on promises and not just like, you know, open up the floodgates for everyone and everywhere. Uh, so uh, it's like he said, she said, you know, that it's their fault. It's our fault. That type of thing. Let's just let's just settle the score that less trim models and less options are going to make it easier on everybody oem dealer and consumer kudos thumbs up Bing. right give him the little without like. a doubt without a doubt okay speaking of mm. cars Stop. <laughs> that's dumb all right so uh, the automotive news automotive congress is going on right now in Detroit, so there's a lot of coverage on this. We're going to cover one thing, one conversation they had. They had a lot of panels. Looks very important. Um, I don't think we were invited, but we probably mm. we probably could have gone. Maybe next year. We probably could have gone. We definitely could have gone. Yeah, I know it. Um, as U.S. legislators are pushing for an accelerated transition to EVs, dealers have been left to bridge consumers' knowledge gaps. According to panelists at the 2023 Automotive News Congress Retail Future Panel, our very own Damon Lester. You know who he is. And other dealers highlighted key barriers to EV adoption, including range anxiety, affordability, and the challenges of home charging. So Damon Lester, owner of Lester Automotive Group and Nissan of Bowie, emphasized the importance of charging infrastructure, saying that everyday use of an EV isn't feasible without the right charging infrastructure. Um, he remarked, we urge consumers to ask those types of questions to their legislators, obviously, because many are not looking at EV ownership 
um, or no, he, he challenges, wait, I'm trying to make sense of this quote. Yeah. So like the, uh, he, oh, right. He's saying, Hey, Got customers, it. you need to be looking at the type of question of like, Hey, should not just, should I buy an EV, but I'm is the charging this. infrastructure there Absolutely. for me to, to, to buy an EV? Like not just, am I interested, but am I interested in, and is it feasible? Um, which is, it's wild that like he's considering that, which obviously his work with NAMADS, he's across the country and, mm -hmm. and understands a broader scale. But even in D.C., where we pro there's probably, uh, you know, D.C. And, and Maryland and that whole like corridor between Baltimore and D.C., like even in probably one of the most saturated places for charging infrastructure, that question is still getting asked and customers are still having to ask those questions on whether or not it's yet feasible for them to get into an EV. Um, he told us a great story, a yeah. firsthand story of bringing an Aria from his store uh, in uh, south of Baltimore to Philly. And it was kind of a nightmare. Right. right? Because yeah. of the charging infrastructure. He said uh, also pr proposed an expansion of incentives because of the competitive disadvantage uh, that OEM, traditional OEMs have to companies like Tesla who can move prices so quickly. He says we're urging some legislators to put a moratorium on the income-based formula for incentives to make it open again for a certain period of time so everyone's able to get them um, mm. because there is current thresholds, income thresholds. It says it's putting us at a competitive disadvantage against companies like Tesla who can just on a dime change their prices. Uh, one person that actually we're being introduced Absolutely. to, Diane Mayer, uh, COO of Fox Motors in Michigan, really interesting group. She's the COO, not of the motor group only, but also of a bunch of other retail, luxury, entertainment holdings that this company has. So we really want to talk to her. She emphasized <laughs> that her dealers have been on the front lines of the EV transition, often feeling as if they're playing catch up when consumers are seeking guidance on like EV preparation, home charging, just saying they don't know what to do. And it's been on us to educate them. Obviously, a lot of dealers are taking that as an opportunity to branch into home charging and, you know, companies like we've heard about like Treehouse with Steve Greenfield helping bridge that gap. But Kyle, this conversation is like just starting to unpack all these complexities. That Well, it's weird because like for the last three years, it's just been like all in on EVs and now everybody's taking a step back and at least in automotive, we're going, okay, what are the questions that need to be asked? What are the things that we need to be doing as dealers? Not just education, but business verticals that we need to be entering to be able to serve customers in all their mobility needs, not just can they purchase a vehicle, but can they actually uh, own this vehicle? And then can we support that ownership journey? Right. I would challenge any dealer, especially dealer group to be looking at um, being in the vertical of charging infrastructure uh, in their cities, because I think that that is going to be like a massive revenue stream and a service to provide to customers, both home charging networks and uh, community charging networks. Absolutely. So I, like that's, that's a vertical that I would stay in because it's right there in line with mobility. Speaking of, I was going to say mobility. S Inline verticals. Okay, Stop. take that one. Segway. Time. Segway game. We had a real strong day yesterday. We yeah, we were so strong Monday, Tuesday that you know it's like <laughs> Wednesday hump day. We'll get there. <laughs> Thrift store shopping has never been more popular. Uh, if you don't know that, head come down to Nashville. I'll show oh. you downtown. You'll you'll just see thrift store shopping everywhere, and it's starting to feel more native to younger generations. As GoodwillFinds.com, the online online platform launched by Goodwill last year, has expanded its reach to over 500 stores with the addition of four new regional members. 
Okay, so many Goodwill regions had previously been selling on other external platforms like eBay, but Goodwill Finds is offering a direct relationship with online customers and enhanced analytics. So uh, the the growth of the platform, the online retail platform for Goodwill uh, is really, really driven by customers searching for these super unique items, hard to find, a lot of antiques or sustainable choices so they're not purchasing new items. And younger consumers, which are already familiar with things like ThreadUp and other thrift shopping where consignment or resale is, is really popular, view this, view this as a secondhand opportunity to go, hey, there's a treasure. There's something no one else has. Everybody this is something that. that someone else gave away, but I see value in. I'm thinking like everybody's just been watching Gary Vee and they're like, hey, there's some Trash good talk. stuff out there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's exactly. funny that that didn't come up, but the rising popularity and even like think about the hustle, the flip game. Oh, they absolutely. don't mention that, but the flip game for sure is because, you know, I mean, Goodwill will probably get savvier at this and have some yep. people like figuring out like how to how to what's properly, the good stuff in here, how to like properly the- market price things. Yep. Um, but but not always. And they're not always going to know what they have. And I mean, this makes a lot of sense. This is one of the situations where they just are like a couple people away from really this really taking off someone who has experience in e-com. I mean, even though they're talking about like, this gives them leverage to negotiate shipping rates with UPS and FedEx, right? Obviously you look at the Amazons and the big shippers, massive discounts on shipping, allowing customers to buy more stuff easier. This is, I think this is just a fantastic story. I mean, as you would expect, right? It's a non-for-profit trying to just do the good work. And so this is 10 years behind, but I think it's going to ramp up really quick, deploy a little AI on these product descriptions. And, uh, I think bada bing, be, bada boom. I, the picture, one yeah. of the pictures in the article showed them they had like a little product studio where they were like taking pictures and it's just going to take like the right social media influencer to pick this up and be like, Hey, you know what? I'll do some product features, right? I'll do some live streams and line me up some yep. products and you're going to pick the top 10 products and they're going to product. Everybody's going to be like, that kind of stuff is there. And it's going to be whoosh. Man, I went real quick and looked at brands and looked at like, yo, if you're interested in getting your kids some Legos, you can go ham on this thing, right? Like <laughs> some cool Nike swag. Like it's all Just in. Make it easy. It's all in. Make yep. it easy. Well, look, we're trying to make it easy for you to have an amazing day in automotive to go out there, love people more than you love cars, but you can love the cars too. That's cool. If you haven't got your SodaCon tickets, get them or go to a SodaCon.com, scroll down, join us on the webinar. Mm-hmm.